And we're live. We are here. Choke Tunes and Talks. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are here. It is, what is today? Today is September 11th. It is. 2020. Believe it or not. Everybody remember. So uh, I'm here. I'm Joe. I'm going to be leading the conversation tonight somewhat. And sitting to my right here is Wes. I'm Wes. Hello. Good and guys. sitting right in front of me here is Z Dog, otherwise known as Zach. What's up, J Man? J Man, Z Man. That's right. And Good to be here. we're here tonight. It's a rainy night. What are night. we talking about tonight? Yeah, it's a rainy night here tonight. It's a raincast. And what, what rainy we, Friday. What, what are we talking about here tonight, guys? We're going to be talking about music, pop culture, life, a little bit of this. Liberty. I mean, they all go together. That. All Pursuit those things of happiness. go together. Yeah, Pursuit of happiness. Well, music is the, the first start to that. Yeah, I want to talk about some local music. I've been really jazzed up. What do you got, Wes? What do you, what, what, what do you got for us? Um, there's a couple local artists that, uh, one, he just dropped a new uh, album, Dylan Gilbert. And uh, we were listening to some of his music earlier today um, from that album. And he's with a band called Hectorina. And uh, they're kind of a uh, alternative rock, uh, indie, avant-garde yeah, type yeah, hard stuff. Hard time placing the genre. Yeah, there's a lot of different yeah. names. Yeah. Sometimes when you put so many labels on it, it doesn't sound right. It's it's yeah, it, it's him. It's it's his thing. Yeah, he's very much his. He's multi-genre or something, kind of yeah. like Ween or someone who mm-hmm. who, who genre experimental skip. kind of a little bit. They jump all over. Yeah. They can yeah. be when a lot use of the word things. fusion, but then people think like the jazz, the weird jazz. Fusion yeah, stuff, the people yeah. forget that right. fusion can be yeah. beyond jazz. And it, but it is it is a fusion <laughs> of a lot of, of different things. Right, like a hybridization, if there you will. You go. The, the sense I got from it was very. Um, against the grain counterculture kind of it was talking about culture but it was like very you know from one of those like anti-authority right standpoints or yeah something. yeah it's not your it tr- it's not pop music by any means yeah, it's not la it's la not la, la, la you know no. everything's happy with the world right now yeah. type stuff it's no, very it's, it's it, real it's yeah it's exactly <laughs> it's, it's, it's point if it, it, nothing else it's narration man that's it, true it's kind of just straight up narration for the times it's it's like the times are so insane you almost don't need to embellish on reality nowadays to right. write to write an effective you know song a political song you that is correct on. that is yeah. correct yeah and there's a lot of that going on too it, the funny thing is this is what's great about america is that there's never any shortage of of shit that we can protest or sing about or oh, <laughs> whatever yeah. as you know. oh, yeah. well just the fact that we can you know and not have to worry about you know some guys in in uniforms not you know showing up knocking on the door hey you know we got this online we saw you did we saw you said this yeah, and then you know your mom disappears. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's no Gestapo yeah. at least right. yet that we yeah. know of. Yeah. Even though I don't know in, Port- know in Portland recently, there were some uh, uh, reports of uh, of uh, ununiformed people in in vans picking up uh, protesters, and so there was a little bit of like a China really? parallel that people what? were making. Yeah, there's, it's there's, kind of scary. Yeah, there's you a know? lot of that going on. Man. It's, uh, it's scary insane. times. It's scary times to be a protester, which is backwards. It should be the other way around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the no. protest should scare the shit out of And that's the thing. I almost feel else. like a lot of people, other other people probably feel this way, too, is that the protests are a little bit of like, well, let them have them. Let them, you know, get out their energy. You know, uh, we're, they're not worried about it. I think, yeah. you know, if you if, if you're if you're deep in the rabbit hole, I usually then, am, then you then, you know, for sure that everything's planned. Yeah. That even the things that seem random, right. chaotic or would be against uh, the accepted norm are actually 
all part of the plan. Um, yeah, and, that's, and it's it, the insane thing is just how how organized they're able to to get uh, right. in a day and age where uh, let's just say right. communication communication is easier than ever, but it's also easier than ever to you know be discuss. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. you're just doing this over CB radio. Hey, we're all going down to yeah. the you know the truck stop and getting together, we're going to protest and that. No, like, it's like <laughs> exactly. this elaborate communication network that they've got. That's that's super. Co- I mean. They're very and also they're very effective. I mean, a mob of people don't just happen on a, a place, you know. That's I mean, right. Well, you've never like, been to Wyoming. Uh-huh. I have been to Wyoming. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-oh, I'm sorry. Uh-oh, don't I stand whoa. corrected. Whoa. I the saw, most random. And I met like both of. people that live there. <laughs> That's very, it. You don't. Very nice. You don't. You, you never tell a man he's never been to Wyoming. Right? Yeah. <laughs> don't bring a knife don't to Don't assume him. I have never traveled. <laughs> what were they protesting? Uh oh, bison. Bison, <laughs> buffalo, <laughs> the buffaloes. That's why there's only two people there. Is all the bison? Yeah, I know. There's more bison. The ratio to humans to bison is bison per is, yeah, There's more bison. It's, 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 it's a good bison country. It's a bison heavy state. Yeah, it's, they it's move out there apparently. Yeah, it's an after school they all state. go move like out my there. My brother lived at, or li- well, yeah, lived and worked <laughs> at Yellowstone. For... He's still living, though, your brother, correct? Yeah, he is okay. still currently living. We just <laughs> as, as Zach of, got a little scared for a I ta- Yeah, I talked to him <laughs> earlier today. Hopefully okay, he's okay. still alive. Knock on, so. knock on uh, wood. Knock on something, yeah. <laughs> knock on podcast wood. Right, but no, he was, uh, he's a pub tender out there. He worked at the uh, employee oh, nice. pub at the uh, the inn. Or, no, not the at the employee pub out there. Okay, oh, that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, and, nice. That's uh, Jellystone? Jelly, yeah, Jellystone. <laughs> Jellystone. Were there any pick-a-nicka baskets? There were tons, <laughs> tons of pick-a-nicka baskets. There's a tons of yogis. Yogi bear. There are lots of yogis. That's super old school. I don't know uh, any of this because I've never been there, but I'd have to see it now. Yeah, there was a, <laughs> well, there was a, well, when you said bison, the first thing I thought was, oh, Frank. They literally have a bison <laughs> named Frank that uh, yeah. is this old kind of, he's but he's not really part of the herd anymore. He kind of goes off on his own, <laughs> does his own thing. That's Frank. And there's like uh, what I essentially call a restraining <laughs> order against bison. You can't come with 50 feet of them i mean for your own oh, wow. good right you know yeah but it's that it's kind sense. of a restraining order fine kind of thing <laughs> but uh yeah he just kind of wanders up and you know he'll be like right outside the pub sometimes when my brother's bartending out there and he's like hey frank what's up man and then How? like whenever he's around that he can tell because there's nobody else around it's just literally he's because well, of the restraining order right yeah because of restraining order. how does a bison wander into something by the way i have uh, to know it, 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 very, very, very forcefully. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think he has a choice. I mean, however, it wants. Is that like a, that's exactly. like a joke, isn't it? It's yeah, gotta be. However, the hell right. he wants to. Right? <laughs> but yeah, that's a bisony answer. I like it. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, local music. Dylan Gilbert was kind of the 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 deal uh, I was into, and also Scowbrow. That's a, that's kind of Scowbrow. they're kind of like a punk brand. Okay. Uh, more hardcore like kind of punk name. brand. Yeah, it's a great name, isn't it? Scowl Brown. Well, you gotta, well, you gotta say where they're from. They're, they're they're both from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. is where okay. they're from. Uh, cool. And you can uh, see them probably live on some Zoom stream now. Not really in a <laughs> venue. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of material on YouTube for Dylan Gilbert and Hectorina and for Scowl Brow. It's worth your time. Um, which uh, they've got this great song called "Tell Me Now." Um, uh, great video, great song, and there's a little controversy around them. 
a while back because some of their lyrics, um, they were accused of being maybe a little misogynistic or uh, 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 kind of bigotry stuffs going on. And so there's a little, but then it was a classic. More kind of, male-focused vocals, Yeah, possibly. yeah. It's kind of that scene is kind of, you know, not very tolerant of different types too, maybe, unfortunately. It's yeah. not to say that any... We don't any, take too kindly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it's a very, you know, they're to kind of... people from Wyoming. They're right. like, yeah, yeah, the bison people. Um, no, I'm hearing what you're saying. So though. it was kind of one of those things. It, it, it blew up a little bit, but then it died back down, and so they're all together again. And um, so, uh, but yeah, there there there's some good local bands to check out. Uh, definitely, you know, especially when when they get to play live again. That that Dylan Gilbert video was really it was really good for just a video of one guy just kind of stumbling around. Yeah. Oh, what was it? A parking lot or like a park or something like that? Exactly. He was just kind of hanging out. Just yeah. this, here's just this dude hanging out in a park and actually captivating three people yeah. around a laptop. I, I, oh, yeah. I'm all that's crazy. about the minimalism. You know what I mean? You like know, that's weird. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to have eighty thousand. Oh, that's a good exactly. point. On, I think that know. was the point. Now that it's, you mentioned it's that, natural. It was like pay attention to the lyrics, not me, right, or right. something. Even right. Yeah, that was the song "Boneyard" by Dylan Gilbert. Um, that was off of. Uh, G- he just released that about five months ago. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great, um, just simplistic, like you said. A lot of his stuff is very artsy, but simple. I got that sense. Um, uh, and uh, it makes you feel uh, unsettled, like the, maybe the music mm-hmm. does. I think yeah. a little bit was the vibe I was getting on that. But he's he's ranged all over. He's gone from you know your classic kind of. Uh, uh, kind of want to be Ed Sheeran uh, all the way up with to... With Hectorina, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, even solo stuff before oh, okay. that. And okay. then with Hectorina, more like almost like an Elvis Costello uh, type. And now um, he just ranges all over. He has a real... Um, almost like I would I would describe him more like a maybe a darker Beck in a way that he has a lot of different tastes and styles and uh, ranges. So, but no, that yeah. That sounds really interesting. There's actually. a lot of... Uh, mm-hmm. He connects a lot of his stuff with the art installation uh, pieces as well uh, locally, the Goodyear Arts. Well, it looks like his stuff, uh, like he, he writes like kind of a clear message in his, his lyrics. And so I can see that being applicable to like a, an art installation. Yeah, he's very sure. straightforward about uh, his stance uh, uh, politically and socially. Yeah. He and seems like the the Zach De La Roca, Zach De La Rocha, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, from Rage. He yeah. has that. He gave me that sense of like anti-authoritarianism or whatever. Right. Like with talking about the school shootings and the flags yeah. always at half mass. What yeah. am I even rapping about? It's or a whatever. great. Yeah, it's a great song. It really. Um, uh, a lot of things, I guess, you know, he's just, he's writing what he sees, but at the same yeah. time, it's very polarizing, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, but well, what he's, yeah, well, he's writing about scenes that are naturally polarizing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. And he's so, communicated so like, in an unsettling way yeah. too. That's what I like about it is it's not like he's What like do you think is unsettling? Because the way I'm hearing it is the unsettling part is that he's compiling it all in like a verse lyric and you're like, holy shit, that stuff all did happen. Right. And right. you're like, oh fuck. The this structure of it, down. to me, it's more the music actually combined with it i think it was kind of this stop start kind of yeah, exactly, it's like this yeah. like industrial sound like, like i'll a, even i'll even play like just an assembly maybe a line clip of it like uh, sheep to an assembly uh, line or something like that like he was doing a good bit of like vocal effects too you know yeah uh, there was some stuff to it as well um in that so but yeah i'll play just a little bit of a uh, of a clip of some of it here this is dylan gilbert boneyard Like, how are we letting this slide? 
gives you, yeah, great. It, it, man, it's I, pretty dynamic stuff. It's you know? got, it's just got the a amount really of stuff. Like we could make it. a podcast just out of that first voice. Uh, that first yeah, that's verse oh, man. First. I'm I digging mean, the industrial feel. And also, right, side right. note, we all grew up in the 80s, right? We're yeah. all 80s kids. Mm-hmm. I hated dot matrix printers. Oh, right. And that's yeah. exactly what that sounds like. Exactly. And I love, I, can't, okay, that. I love the sound of it now though. Yeah. In music, it ma- it makes sense. There's a lot of, uh, um, repetition like that, mm-hmm. that I think people are used to. And it kind of reminds you of, you know, the, the work life and things of that nature. Right. So, yeah. um, but yeah, that was, uh, it gives you just a little taste. I mean, that's not how all of his music, uh, uh, is, but it gives you an idea of what he's doing kind of currently. And, uh, yeah, he's just a he's just an interesting artist, and there's also Scalbrow too. But um, what about you guys, uh, uh, Zach? What 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 do you think about as far as uh, local local music? stuff? Is oh, there anything? You, is this one moment you want to plug your own band? Mm-hmm. Now? Well, which you so, can. Which like is I happen to like this band. Why no not? reason. Well, you the know. guitarist is the best guitarist no, in the. Damn it! <laughs> I thought I was wearing my own shirt for oh, a minute. Ah, uh, son of a bitch! Yeah, you're, yeah the you, one day I didn't wear it. Not that. <laughs> no, I appreciate you passing that plug along to me. So it's not shameless anymore. Yeah. What well, is the, what is the so, name of your band? Z Dog from Living in My Shadow. There you go. Yeah. So my band, Living in My Shadow. We're in the studio right now, recording our first EP. Um, it's not their first release. They released a song before I joined the band called Realign. Okay. Um, back. So in, they had to realign after that song. Exactly. They had to nice. realign everything. Yeah. But yeah, first EP. We're recording with uh, another local band. Actually, now that you mention it, this is the band I was going to say, Killikoi. They're really, okay. really good. Um, they actually have toured, uh, Carolina rebellion. They played a, you know, gigantic festival in Charlotte, uh, happens every year. Now it's epicenter festival, but in the day it was all like strictly metal bands. One of the biggest in the scene here in Charlotte and they've got like, you know, national appeal and stuff. So I really dig them and they're really good people to work with. Very cool. Yeah. That's a big opportunity. Yeah. 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 It's going to be fun, man. I can't wait for it to come out. Hopefully I think November is what we're aiming for. I think. Oh, that's pretty, that's an EP. uh, You said it was an EP. Yeah. There's six songs. How many? Six songs. Okay. Were you recording? Say again. Were you recording? Uh, it's at Rock U Studio. Oh, Pangea Studio. Sorry, I, f- I knew I'd fuck okay, that up. It's, they they have a, a facility. It's like Rock U Studio or something. They teach okay. like music and stuff on the side. Nice. But yeah, it's it's really really nice. Really cool experience so far. Fun. We're digging it. Very Do you have cool. any 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 real bangers uh, that you've come up with so far? They're or all bangers, well, my uh, friend. Well, what's a bang? <laughs> well, maybe the banger of the bangers. Okay. If you will. It's gonna be a song called <clears throat> War Inside. And then okay, cool. a close second, if not a, a total toss-up, repentance. Ooh, Either I like one both of those. Of those. Two. I like the I like the first title, yeah. the war war inside. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Once we heard that, once the singer that's came up with that, we're like, "Fuck yeah, yeah dude. that's what we're going for." Nice. <laughs> so nice. you write you write all your own parts, or do you have somebody write? Yeah, and then... yeah. And me and the other guitar player Taylor, um, he came up with the majority of the stuff, but we kind of more collaborated for some of the songs on the EP. I think like two or three out of them. And um, he he came up with his parts, and then I put stuff to it, and then kind of vice versa at points. So yeah, so it's a collaboration. Lot. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's it's about equal way. collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's yeah, it's the way to do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Teamwork, dream work. I mean, if you're gonna make it work, though, the only way that I know of is collaborating because locally right. the scene is just I don't know. What do you guys think of the scene oh, right yeah, now? I don't... Well, there isn't one. Right. I know. It's <laughs> all like a vir- <laughs> right. virtual scene now. Right? What do you it, think of the Zoom scene? <laughs> I've seen a couple live performances. I mentioned yeah. in another podcast uh, that one of my favorite bands actually did a huge thing and they got like the most views that had ever been on like one of these big streaming sites. Right. Um, kind of like a nugs.tv. 
And it was uh, it was interesting. It was different, though. It was kind of like you saw them, and I've never seen them in that format. But at the same time, there was no audience there, and they're a real like uh, get rowdy, get drunk thing. Mm-hmm. So there's you know no yeah, interaction. So, so it's a like, little the, the, tough. The, the the musicians on stage get such a high off of that crowd. I mean, it's something that uh, I've I've experienced on a very small level, like no no kind of big like stadiums or anything. But you know, let's just say a decent sized right. auditorium that wasn't less than half you know empty. Uh-huh, <laughs> right. And you, dude, it was one of the high moments of my life. So I can wow. only imagine, you know, if you're playing, and plus a big empty room sounds like a big empty yeah. room. Oh, acoustics, yeah. You know? yeah, acoustics. That's, That's a good point. Yeah, you need some I mean, bodies to literally, muffle like, the you sound. Know, the, the sound guys, you <laughs> know, soak up some sound. Right, That's all they're exactly. good for, really. <laughs> we need some warm bodies. Then the money they give you. Right, right. Or they just need to turn into a giant mattress commercial and just have like a giant display of mattresses everywhere. Please be a sponge to my music. That's uh, funny, actually. When I was looking up stuff for the podcast uh, podcast show, um, uh, some uh, professional podcasters were saying that a lot of their friends who do voiceover do voiceover in closets. Yeah, that they just go to their yeah, closet, they get their they get their clothes, yeah. and they sit in there around their clothes hanging all around. And that you can do that the same way, like you can hang Wait, hang Jay clothes Man all over the wall and dying, things like that. <laughs> so like, you, so no, you're totally that's a great right. way to dampen your. Uh, you're totally right because voice, you know. Good uh, point. Do you remember a guy named Mitchell Hutchings? Yes, yes. I recorded that motherfucker. This he's now a professional o- opera singer. coach, singer, yeah. wow. performer. Big deal. Uh, works at a college. Like very, I'm very proud of the guy. It's top notch. Um, yeah. I recorded him in my closet in my bedroom for uh, an album that I can't remember. It was just something we were working on or if it was for another band or whatever. But it, yeah, I stuck him in the closet, had the clothes on one wow. side, had the egg crate foam on the other side, nice. you know, with the <laughs> mic. Nice. And like I had to mount like because it didn't have a light in it. So I had like a right. put a light in right. there. And it, so there's like all these cables nice. coming out from underneath the oh door. He's got like a walkie talkie. Yeah, back in the day. And back in the day. Like, hey, no, I was legit. Over. We actually had headphones and stuff. And I. I had to like, yeah. well, I would still, yeah, I'd be like, all right, go, you ready? <laughs> and you're like, this is top notch shit. Are you ready, dog? Like, yeah, no. like this is going straight uh, to the top. So yeah. No. It's the best thing. I have to det- like halfway through the take and I'll stop and you just hear from the closet. Like, well, no, that's legit. It's a vocal booth, yeah, man. That's the way exactly. I looked at it. It's, I mean, it's isolation. The beauty of audio is <laughs> you don't see how it's recorded. You know? As long as it sounds good, it doesn't matter how it looks. Right. They're not going to know that's where true. it was recorded. Yeah. And actually, mm-hmm. I found out recently. So, you know, uh, it's one of Boston's albums. Uh, it was recorded oh, in the dude's nice. basement. Oh, wow. I was just wow. going to say, the, I thought the, I heard the, the like label that. and all that, they never knew it. They were selling, <laughs> seriously, they did not That's know. That's awesome. That's amazing. They had no idea this that dude freaking awesome. recorded it in his basement. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean, this one, it's a great sound album. Um, people put a lot into acoustics, but if you close mic stuff enough, yeah. it doesn't matter almost. You take away the acoustics and you're almost lining in, I guess, at that point, which I, I, I don't know. Some that, that, That'd be a good thing to talk about is the difference between well, miking <laughs> up yes, versus yes, lining is, is in versus so, maybe yeah. even digital to add into that because so those are both We were just talking about and, that. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, well, yeah. here's a good, here's a good, uh, uh, a little contrary to that. So, right. A good example is the Beatles' "Little Help from My Friends." Mm-hmm. Okay. The bass from that song is iconic. It's that oh, yeah. big, yeah. round, full. It just it fills oh, stadium that's the, that's friendly. The, what yeah. would you do yeah. if it's yeah, exactly. right? 
Uh, that's a, that's a Ringo song. Out of tune. That's the one um, Ringo song he gets. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. one contract. He gets his, one yeah. every album. Right. <laughs> Keep him happy. That was his song. It's it's a, but, the band. Uh, but oh, that, that's for Ringo. That Keep him happy. Sound, like. <laughs> he was going. That bass sound was accomplished by in in uh, they didn't record it all uh, in the, the mm-hmm. whole band at once. They actually were over overdubbing this, so which was actually okay. a new thing too. Oh right. Uh, or was fairly uh, recently invented. So um. What they would do is they would take and put the bass amp in the middle of Studio 2, which was a giant room, and then mm. they would take a, a very nice tube condenser microphone and put it about 10 feet back from it. Okay. And so they were, and they would put it on a figure eight, so they would get equal amount of amp and an equal <laughs> amount of room tone. Oh, and wow. so what you're really hearing mostly in that song is the way it sounds in the room, not necessarily the way it sounds from the bass amp. Oh, that's interesting. And that's how you huh. get that big, full sound that because you're bassy. literally listening to a giant you know, room. Uh, this, wow. <clears throat> this it's is, almost like a cabinet. The room's yet, the cabinet. Yeah. The room is in, like kind of a secondary For cabinet. Exactly. It's almost like its own instrument. And yeah, not, it to, is, yeah. not to get like is. pompous uh, about it or it's, whatever. It's, you it's know, the but. instrument that, that gets on every album that the nobody, yeah. nobody is knows not about. credited. Ringo wasn't credited. It's the Six Beetle. The Six Beetle. The room. As far as I'm concerned, George. George Martin always is a, a Beatles. Six Beatle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you actually had the He's name the producer, one. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, but so. it's cool because that style of, of editing wasn't, nothing existed to use plugins. They invented oh, yeah. so yeah. many. They had to do uh, it all by hand. Effects. Man, and, 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 and actual yeah. like physical devices. And tape Echo being the big one, right? Tape yeah. Echo. We talked about actual that a lot. Tape uh, and they also had yeah. a, a technique, what was called uh, ADT, automatic double tracking, which... So John, oh, whenever sure. he would record his voice, he would always do it twice, so it would give it like a richer, kind of thicker tone. Yeah, that makes sense. And he hated recording it twice because it takes twice as long to record all the vocals, and it just gets tedious doing the same thing over and over again. So he wanted to. They try uh, to come up with a way bright. to okay. Well, what if we could just right. make it sound like it was recorded twice? Like if we could alter it in mm. a way enough to yeah. where it's still natural but it sounds different enough right. that it would work the only w- and so literally they found a way to record it twice on two different tape machines at the same time okay. and then play with the timing can of I the guess? two tape can I machines guess? was it one or two milliseconds off from the other one and that's what makes it expand into like that left right channel sound it's either or one or two or, or ten or twelve I can't remember yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's just barely perceptible but just the difference in the electronics, the difference in the yeah, tapes, yeah. was the just and enough to where, and then they could also, yeah. you know, they could shift them, you know, between each other to line it up perfectly to where it sounded like he did it twice. Because once you have, because you also kind of get that phasing yeah. in there, and because you've got, well, you got to think about it. You've got one note being held with one take, right? And then during that same note, there may be a different note with the 12 millisecond difference right so right. like they oh, probably you get like a little harmonization together. right there yeah, right like exactly. a little self harmony like a third note yeah or a rogue note but rogue it works. Note. <laughs> maybs right? 12 milliseconds like, the rogue note like we, we are rogue note rogue notes <laughs> <laughs> what, like what if like they're holding a sword like it's not a bad name yeah, yeah. No, the rogue, rogue notes. notes i have to google that afterwards <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's probably taken. write it down <laughs> write it down rogue notes we're talking about real shit real real talk Real talk here, though. folks. Real talk. Hey, have we done the ceremonial sparking? We haven't. We've just been sparking along the way. There, th- we're kind of gotten matter. rid of the ceremonial yeah, sparking. Yeah, so like we, we kind of really. discovered that. Yeah, like uh, there are certain forms of of uh, uh, consumption. Yeah, that lend yeah. itself to podcasting, and some mm-hmm. that don't. 
So in, in general, uh, yeah, vaping tends to be uh, the best way. And it is the healthy alternative to smoking now. Even healthy. if the kids <laughs> are making it too much uh, of a big deal or a scary thing, it's it's not as scary as it is. It's it's better for you. Um, yeah, yeah. I you know? it's better. It's better for you. Like when my girlfriend switched from cigarettes to uh, to you, you smoke a jewel, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I do both. I do both. When I when yeah, I'm in the exactly. car, so I got a new car, and I'm like, you know what? I looked at my cigarettes. I'm like, this is why I can't have nice things. Uh, God damn it! I had to go. <laughs> you're out. a dabbler. I, you like to dabble. So like, I had to. Yeah, I I have this in the car, but yeah. then I smoke cigarettes normally. So. Oh no. No, Okay, you still do the cigarettes. Still do he's the, on cigarettes. the, he's on the cigarettes. He's on the light and the dark well, side. Well, hey man, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I went from I I wasn't doing anything for a while, but then I met a girl who smoked cloves, and oh, that got me back into it because my, in my head. It's not a cigarette, but it's still fucking It's tobacco. like smoking potpourri. Because I'm an idiot, but like... <laughs> fuck is that Spice. shit? No, what is dude, in it? No, it's the good. Ginger roots and all this it. other shit. I saffron. Really, they, I thought they were pretty fucking It's kind of like a cigar or black and mild. Uh, to me, I, yeah. Love, yeah. Being, yeah. I love being around yeah. someone who's smoking Actually, yeah. a clove. Like a black and mild. <laughs> like, everywhere I lit up, like if I lit up in public, they'd be like... Dude, I know. Dude, that's a clove. I, I smell them since it's high school. It's because it's potpourri. Dude, I would literally if I was if I was super super wealthy, I would just hire someone to smoke cloves around me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd just be like, "Where's my clove man? Where's my clove man?" Like that episode of Arrested Development where uh, Lucille mm. makes Buster smoke like and pull it. Uh, she oh, would like yeah. smoke. You're not supposed to smoke inside, so he would she would breathe it into his mouth, <laughs> oh, right. and then he would go like run out, out the window yeah. and breathe yeah. it out while she's taking another puff and he's running back, and so he's running it. Right. smoking at the same time and she's just funny. she's chain smoking so joe what about hey. you and your local picks my what local, kind of local... i want to shout out to a couple local guys that yes. i've known for a long time uh firstly let, let me bring up michael ramsey uh michael ramsey somebody who uh made the decision to go mm-hmm. uh 100 full-time musician uh i think it was la- uh last july uh no last june somewhere in there and so, you know, had a really good start, you know, was out mm. playing, you know, had consistent work, was doing really well, and yeah. then COVID hit. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so he, but in the meantime, he's been recording, he started a new project with uh, my other friend I want to give a shout out to also is Colby Dobbs. Uh, they started this okay. new project called Lawn Friends, which you can look them up on Patreon, and they have this little gig where... Uh, you sign up for a small amount a month. I think it starts at like three dollars. It's very reasonable. Okay. Uh, and they send you, uh, pretty, you know, you get music from them. Obviously. Oh, that's right. I remember seeing and, that. Uh, on they Facebook. send you like a handwritten letter. So subscription letter. service in yeah. a way. It's a very nice. personal thing. It's a it's, really cool idea. It's a very my, and it's uh, it's a very surrealistic thing. Like Colby wears a uh, panda head. You don't oh, you don't even wow. see his face. <laughs> Uh, and nice. they, they write very uh, conceptual stuff. Like it's, it tells a story, you know. Okay. You know what's cool songs. about that? I didn't even think about this before. That reminds me of Pink Floyd Animals. I think it's the Animals cover. Uh, yeah. Do y'all remember like it was like the guy wearing the, I don't know, it was like an animal head or something yep. like that. I can't remember exactly uh-huh. what was on I it. I probably that should, reminds but me of that. I'm blanking. Yeah, it's probably just me being high and not really knowing <laughs> what's uh, wrong. But, but, but that's what reminds me of that. As far as like conceptual, you know, they're, like, cool. they're very influenced by like Steely Dan. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, nice. My friend so Michael also has like, you know, a lot of Dave Matthews influence. So it's kind of a, it's okay. kind yeah, of a cool, cool mashup. I admit, yeah, I have not heard any of it. I have not paid $3 because I'm a horrible friend. But at the same time, 
I feel like we really need to get those guys in here. Yeah, well, you're promoting them. You're not a horrible friend. You know? I'm doing what I can. Even maybe they'll, I, give, you a, this is, this maybe they'll give you a freebie for promoting. Like button, maybe they'll give you a pass. They'll give you a freebie. They'll give you friends and family. I get a friends and family discount. Hey, buddy. Hey, help me out. And that includes being like, what song? I didn't hear it. Right, right. Exactly. I want to check it out, though. Maybe we'll listen to it for the next podcast, right? We can do that. What well, we yeah that, yeah, that that sounds like a good idea. Cause yeah, I, yeah. I, I got a three dollars, you know. We can do fucking it. around somewhere. There's three of us, of, right? A dollar each. A dollar. Whoa. It's only a dollar. <laughs> dollar making. I'm trying to like, volunteering my dollar like, already. Like, <laughs> Dang. We're to the dollar segment. How democratic podcast. is this? Podcast? Are we all gonna put our ear thirty-three uh, percent to the? <laughs> yeah, we each have to listen to a different third of the song. And then <laughs> yeah, exactly, and then we'll talk about it later. Right. We'll have to piece it together like a operator game or something. Oh, That's man. that'd be kind but of no, fun. But no, shout out to fun. the uh, Colby yeah, and Ramsey. Uh, okay, yep. Michael Ramsey, Ramsey and Colby Dobbs. Yeah, they and and, and what what is Michael Ramsey? Is he uh, he's a singer? He's a singer songwriter. Like him okay. himself is more. Yep. Yeah, okay. he plays guitar. Plays acoustic and okay. electric. Uh, nice. Uh, he's played in the. It's called the family band. Like, and it's literally okay. his family. You know, it's him and his his grandfather who. Uh, I'm trying to remember. He plays saxophone. Oh, cool! He's a if, player. Wow, if, generational. If gener- yeah, very much generational. Actually, you don't that. You'll hear that a lot. If I remember correctly, they had a band briefly called the Delta Progression. Yes, I think. Do you remember that? Yeah, that yeah. was him. And oh gosh, who all was in that band? I can't remember. Uh, we're going remember. back, yeah. We yeah, all. It, uh, I, went, I went to high school with with Ramsey, both yeah, Colby and Ramsey, yeah. and Zach okay. here too. too. So it's like yeah. decades ago, though. Yeah, yeah. we're talking. It's uh, oh wow, 10, are 15 we ta- years. We are talking ten years. Yeah, now. yeah. Sorry to bring 10 that part years gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It does life really has like its that. way of just kind of who happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot I, of it. But I remember that was based on his grandfather, I think, where it was like it was related to his past career or something like that. I don't. I don't want to speak for. I'm probably wrong. I don't know enough to speak on. That. Yeah, yeah. I probably should because I feel like I'm probably decent friends with Mike. We've done some touring <laughs> a little bit. Like, I do. I, I, I won't something. say touring, but uh, mm. I, I've rolled with him to several out of town gigs and mm. played companion and uh, mm. midnight driver and uh, oh, uh, nice. photographer. Okay. Well, here's nice. the question for everybody at the table: okay. Where is the best place you've seen a band? Not just oh, the best wow. band, but like where's the best place? Best okay. venue? Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about local something or anywhere? No, it doesn't have to be local. Okay. In fact, let's hmm. say not oh, local. Oh, okay. So that, that's going to make me think a little bit here. Okay. Well, I, I think I can go first just to get things go started. Go that's that's a great question. Great here. question. Thanks for Thank asking. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, where, where I've seen actually two probably of my favorite performances is at the same venue and it's kind of a classic venue and it's the cat's cradle oh. in Carborough or chapel hill north carolina yeah i've heard of that and place it's kind of a hole in the wall honestly and it's it's right next to a pizza pizza joint in a in a like derelict shopping center a little bit that's fucking perfect but it's really <laughs> in, interesting place. kind of set up yeah. and everything that's and cool. really small kind of hardcore they've kind of kept the same vibe over right. like 20 years since i've been seeing, but I've seen Sonic Youth and I saw Dinosaur Jr. show that Dinosaur Jr. show oh, was wow. the loudest show I've ever heard. It was just oh, wow. so loud. And I actually had an old <laughs> Sony Mavica. It, it dates it how long it was. Wow. Um, and the, the condenser mic on it did such a great job picking it up because I almost couldn't even hear it. But playing it back, it was actually it really. It wasn't all just like. It did amazing. amazing. It did. A, normally the, the mics on that are worthless. Oh, yeah, and it yeah, did yeah. such a good job. And it was literally decibel wise. I don't even 
even know why I was like punishing your ears. Were we like, talking like 2001, 2001? 2002-ish, yeah, is right. what it was. Oh, wow. And Dinosaur Jr. Uh, just uh, tore it up. But uh, yeah, it's a great <laughs> small uh, venue, uh, always cheap, you know, not uh, no ticket master, oh, none of that type of stuff. Yeah. Come up all the time. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, amazing place to go. And they still have shows now, honestly. They're, they're, and they, they're known That's for cool. like the Pixies and famous bands Damn. came through there and always would play there. So... Um, kind of a classic place, but the Cat's Cradle in Carborough, North Carolina. There you go. Charlotte has is, a few West's. places like that. Like, is it Double Double Door? Double in. Double Door. Double Door. They closed down. Anymore. They, they closed down like it's two years ago anymore. or so. Yeah. yeah, but they were. They like sell they like parts of it now, which is weird to it me. It is weird. Oh, really? So, like buy so like weird. a piece of wood that's framed. Oh, that's in right. It. I did say they did the same thing with Tremont. Yeah. Yeah. So buy a brick. Someone was selling like guitar picks from some of the wood that was made from it, but then do you know it's from it? Well, I, I mean, well, okay. Exactly. Well, something like that. <laughs> well, see, okay, that's Conspiracy. different. That, that's a useful thing. Like if, if you know, that's a commemorative yeah. pick. You know, it's yeah, different yeah, than like yeah. here's a piece of wood. Oh, no, like, like, yeah, <laughs> like here I tore this off when I was drunk on the last day. <laughs> right. Like, here's the leg of a bar stool. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, like, somebody the, got the trash can <laughs> hit me over the head. This was in Tremont. I'm like, yeah, I know I can smell. This was facing the parking lot. That's another great thing. Is Tremont, of course, was a great place, and a lot of big bands played there that was a great place and it disappeared yeah. and get this the neighborhood that kind of took it over because they developed it and they put a bunch of townhouses all the streets in there are named like music hallway and oh, it's so yeah. almost like it's so almost like it's, so it, it's almost like a slap in the face yeah. almost like we're gonna remember it by calling it like music you know, hallway. Yeah, it's like one's music god, hallway the other's like stage court or something you know it's just like oh my god that's so <laughs> but they're just like terrible. lily white it's just so but like stupid. what happened to Tremont? Like what yeah. I don't know what don't actually know. happened. Um, I think what I last heard was probably like five or six years ago. And it was um I wanna say somebody okay, somebody came in and bought Tremont because the original owner was like going bankrupt or okay. something like that. It passed through a couple owners, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. somebody they're, they're not easy places to keep in business. Nah, Eventually the guy not. who owned Amos's, I think, actually owned it. Oh, for real. And he owned Amos's and Tremont. And Tremont if you notice wow. at the end what Tremont did is Tremont was all just like scene and core bands. Towards the end, yeah. that's all it was. It yeah, was like it that was, and a little actually, bit of like yeah. some metal yeah. too. Yeah. Metal scene and core where it used to be more alternative and mixed stuff. And I remember rap, being the alternative. It, I think and, that's yeah. when the ownership changed clutch. though. It's because he tried to shift that alternative and the bigger uh, mainstream stuff over to Amos's. I mean, they would have oh, Snoop okay. Dogg at Amos's and, and bigger bands. Yeah. Snoop Dogg was at Amos's? Snoop Dogg came three times, so I think, crazy. at Amos's. Yeah. He came Amazing. three times at Amos's? <laughs> I'd love to see I Snoop Dogg I wasn't there to see it or <laughs> experience it, but right. yeah. Oh, dude. my God. Tremont, though? Like, I'd love to smoke up that place. Oh, Snoop man. Dog. I, so, interesting Snoop story. Dog. Tremont is where I popped my, my concert cherry. I saw oh. Stabbing Westward there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice. So, it was the first first band you ever saw live yeah well okay is that right gonna, oh well hold on then there's another cherry you got two cherries here real. what's up bro i got you, you, you i never cherry? i never would have admitted this in the past my actual first band i saw was with my brother and my sister you uh -huh. want to take a guess this is a pretty good one man new kids 
Oh, <laughs> is, God. It that is it? <laughs> no. No, he's too young for that, honestly, dude. New no. kid. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. I, was like, I was like in in sync. New kids? Uh, new I, I kids don't on know. the block. I'm yeah. just gonna, oh, He doesn't know oh, that. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, okay. They were the in sync of my time. Oh, right. trust yeah. me. I grew up I grew up next to next door to girls who were obsessed with new kids. So okay, I yeah. didn't know that was what the kids called them. That right. was new kids. Sorry. Right. Anyway. New kids on the block. Uh, old kids are calling the new kids new kids. It's gonna blow your mind. Okay, what was the first band? All right. That Col- you ever saw, Zach. We're Culture re- Club. Really? Yeah. Really? Culture Club with the Human League. And the Human League were Col- fucking awesome. No. I was about to say. Culture Club was Boy George. Yep. Is that correct? Yeah. So you're saying Boy George. Why? I never Boy heard George. anybody refer to it as Culture Club when Boy George because was always the that's pole. There's like five like to seven that's people weird on stage. They I deserve know. credit. Yeah. God damn it. But I feel, like that's saying, that's, I feel like that's saying, you know who I saw? I saw the New Power Generation. The new power generation, and that was Prince's backing band. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, yeah. It's yeah. like, or like, like I went and saw the That's E Street right. Band, and the E Street Band is Bruce Wait, Springsteen. Right. Yeah, you know? and it's okay. just to me. Uh, I just when I heard Culture Club, I the was like, uh, for a second, Not I was really. like, is that Boy George? Because I don't know. Maybe after a while, it just was like Boy George went solo, and he and he wasn't with Culture Club. Was what it was, right? I think I this was actually Culture Club. It. I think this was like one of their. You know how bands do like reunion tours, like three to four times oh. in their careers. Right when they really need money, right. really like bad. farewell tour, farewell tour. Yeah, right. What's funny though is this this woman in front of us. She was literally like she was like the perfect age to be a kid at the time or a teenager at the right. time. And uh, oh god, How- Howard Jones is that okay? Yeah, is that an eighties yeah, yeah, artist? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Howard guy. Jones. Yeah. He opened mm-hmm. for them. Okay, and this girl was like she was drunk and going crazy like she was about to throw her top off and and seriously hurl her bra at at howard oh wow. and mr jones she was obsessed and i was like why do you like this band so much he's not that good <laughs> and then you're trying to convince her <laughs> and i'm there to see culture nice. club it's like yeah perspective so, so your first perspective <laughs> right so, so that was essentially you were you were taken there by your parents then right you went with your parents this was by choice man no that was by choice Hell so you, you yeah. weren't there with your parents no I was there with my brother and my sister. Okay, well that's oh, cool. Okay. At least what I about? Wanted, see, I can't even remember what my first show. About it would have been Joe? something yeah. like, and I don't even know if you know who this person is. Something like James Rogers or something. James Rogers. Who's that? He was like uh, easy listening, okay. like kind of yeah. Christian. Uh, Kind of, kind of Christian singer, okay. songwriter. Just a Christian. Okay. Like, no, it was somebody your parents were into, though, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, most people get pulled and to I'm a concert to think, like by their parents. Contemporary. It, like the first, con- like the first concert I can remember going to. I, I honestly can't remember what my first actual concert was, other than like Dave Matthews in high school. Oh, okay. like something you uh, chose to go to. You can't yeah, remember. That was you just on like, drugs yeah, I, the whole time. I, I normally was like, on, b- to be honest, tracks. I normally was, was in the shows. Like, I, right, yeah. I, at the time, like I was in like I was in the school band. I was in a band oh, outside okay. of school. So you had I was enough in community it. theater. You know, yeah. So I was usually I was at venues, but I was normally in there doing the shows. So. I was busy just, doing just like, shit. I was the talent. I was. <laughs> I don't need to watch. Not to get all bougie, but yeah, yeah. No, it's like I realized like before I moved to. North Carolina, you know, grew up, growing up in Virginia, mm-hmm. I spent probably the first 16 years of my, my life mostly on stage or, or behind stage or something to do with something yeah. on stage, whether it was actually okay. being on stage or playing orchestra. He took or, photos of my band live, so oh, the man's go. good at what he does. There we go. To plug some I've, I've been around the Black Plank there stage. Or two. What do you, nice. Hey, by the way, you plugged me. So, Jay, man, what's, what's your um, photography 
uh, official name. That oh, you Lux Lumen. Lux Lumen. Lux That's Lumen right. Is, uh, okay. I'm thinking of changing it, but I'm still going to go with that for right now. Okay, okay. cool. Well, everybody go check nice. out Lux Lumen for right now. Appreciate Lux Lumen that. Yeah, I love, I love doing concerts. Uh, concerts. Concerts are probably my favorite thing. To yeah. Do. Nice live performance. Good lighting and, and, is and really honestly, important. And it started as like, okay, well, I felt like I was, you know, I was, I was comfortable there already, you know, just because I've right. had so much time there. So I, yeah. I didn't feel those kind of jitters when... Uh, I looked at it as a, as a challenge because when I first started doing photography, I was like, okay, what's something that you consider, you know, very difficult to do, like uh, as far as photography, uh, photography is concerned? And I'm like, okay, if I can nail that, everything else should be pretty mm-hmm. easy. Like kind of the same concept like in, in music. Okay, learn jazz. Right. If yeah. you learn jazz, you can play pretty much anything that's else. That's true. Uh, the or if you can't, just kind of pick it up. Like yeah. with just a little bit of practice, you'll be able to play. Like you'll right. have yeah. chops for it. Or classical type stuff. Or cl- yeah. yeah. Going yeah. with the hardest. Right. Same going with the mindset. hardest form yeah. to master. That, get good at that, and everything else will yeah. kind of fall. So yeah, I was easy. like, okay. I was always been told, okay, concerts with a lot of you know rapid like rock concerts with a lot of changing sure. lighting because consi- yeah. you know, the lights are never in the same place. You know, or the same yeah. color. It, not if it's a good show. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Especially if you got a good lighting person so so i just started shooting concerts Uh and i was actually shooting film at the time uh, actual black and white film and developing it uh at the school that i was going to at the time and i just happened to nail the very first role that i that i ever shot you know there's a lot of pressure and actually it was a concert for colby dobbs and it actually six of those photos (laughs) on that role made it onto his album wow that's freaking awesome awesome. uh the not the front cover but uh liner notes the back cover uh was like the main picture was mine and there were like little pictures on the side that i had like uh six out of eight i think were mine was that the one of like him as a silhouette or something like that no that was the one where he had like a drawing on the front was like a uh, it was called the i think the great unknown okay is what i think it was called yeah but um but yeah, uh, uh, that that's was cool, great. man. You but, made it on the so, album. Yeah, and I was like, nailed it. And so good, it just, no, and it was just awesome. something I fell in love with because a lot of my friends are musicians. And so it was just kind of one of those things. It was very natural. I already had the subject, you know, to, to shoot. I already had the environment. Right. And then uh, it was just about going out there and nailing. The, you know, I think you're just waiting nice. on the next big thing, man. And you're going to nail it. Like, Let's let's make that happen. Well, that's Ma- a good point. There's a lot of different aspects yeah. to a show and to promoting and other things that people don't think about. And that uh, a photographer, sometimes people uh, will see someone with a, a shooting it and just think that they're shooting it for fun. Um, and they're not. They're actually, you know, and then people will kind of diminish that and think, oh, well, your job's so easy because you just go yeah. see bands and take pictures. You're so right. lucky. And then they really do a lot of creative uh um, jobs are kind of diminished by other people who think that's yeah. you don't well, have to work as hard. What's or, even worse than that now that's happening is that now every photographer is in competition with everybody that has a phone and Facebook. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and yeah. so the soccer mom. And what's thing, really shitty though is that the cameras shit. on these phones are getting really good. Yeah, it is tough. And to so it's like you know before it was like what differentiated you was okay. You, well, you could take a good picture, but yeah. also it was good quality. Yeah, and you had to know like, how to get just there a too. Quali- like you weren't be able to you know right. if you had a phone or you wouldn't be able to get a good a right. video or right. a photo with the right. SLR with the lenses and you the had to know what you were doing. You with just like, had yeah, a better quality. Everything. And now yeah, and everything like the automatic is just so the good ISO now. And whatever. And, and the software's so good is what it is. Just insane. Because the lenses and 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 sensors in the in the phones haven't changed, but it feels like the software's so 
superior now. Yeah, my phone's got three cameras. Like, what the yeah, hell does crazy. it get three lenses? Right? I saw that when they what came the out. Fuck? They did one That's that had so like weird. 15 cameras on it. That's like the answer <laughs> oh, eventually. Yeah, yeah, the one that like the whole back yeah. of it was just like, just like dots, polka like, dot. No. Camera, it's the Kardashian no. selfie but cam. But that's yeah, worth, but, much. but think about it. It's like, so what they're doing is they're instantly taking the photo and then it instantly yeah. goes on either Instagram or Facebook. Mm. And so mm. you're just like, you just got bypassed. Yeah. Man. And sometimes it's just about who had it on first. I will yeah. tell you, it this, doesn't though. have to be the perfect, you know, exposed but workflow is huge. picture. But well, I, I will say this though, you know, to plug you again, um, compared to the pictures that I think, you know, we had people taking pictures of us before we had you come out mm-hmm. and they were really good. Like, like you said, the cameras now are just fucking phenomenal. phenomenal. But then when you came out with your professional gear and shit, it was like, it really is still next level. You just have to know. Well, what you're I, doing. I took it as kind of a challenge. I'm like, okay, well, I, I guess I just have to make right. stuff that is either super unique or just super that much better than everything else. And really, better is just all a perspective thing. So right. I just kind of focus. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to start doing shit my way and doing it the way I think it, you know, it should be. Unless, that makes sense. Well, if yeah. I have a paying client, obviously they're going to have some kind of input in that also. Oh, know? no, yeah. Joe told us all to fuck but, off. <laughs> Tell him to go to hell if you don't like it. And sorry. <laughs> right. That's fine. There's a, there's a $20 fee for disagreement. <laughs> all right. That's for every minute. And right. There was a lot it, of minutes it, it, per, per complaint. We you would make more money of off time. of that than you would off of oh, action. I would really sell honestly. He took us to the cleaners. I'm like, I'm gonna make some. Money. Are we about to? Are we about to open up a vent session on on customers and people and clients? That's and, a whole other show, my friend. Jesus. Oh man, that would be. Yeah. We could be here all night because yeah, oh, it's like, no, and isn't that easy to complain about though? Just in general, like other course. people, and not even see your own faults sometimes, and like just I, like I used to. I used to always make the joke that. Um, whenever you're in your car and someone's like walking, you almost yeah. feel like get out of the way. You know, you're on the road. Yeah, but, but when, when you walking, when you get out of your car, you immediately yeah. feel like you feel like, hey, back off! I'm a pedestrian. That's right. right. That's, oh, it's like, that's, li- that's a good metaphor like for life. Switch man. teams so quickly. Yes. Like whatever side you're on, you're immediately us versus them. Is what it feels it's like. It's like George Carlin said: if you were passing me, then you're a crazy motherfucker. But if you're in front of me going slow, then you're an asshole yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I butchered that, but it's right? the same. No, point. but yeah. you're you're a dick both ways. Yeah, is what it is. Exactly. It's just yeah. like it's the human condition to want to bitch and complain yeah. and just it's vent, true, and though. it feels good. And sometimes the worst thing is is when someone's trying to solve your venting. Have you ever uh, vented? Yeah. And someone's oh, like, you yeah. know what you should do, and you're just like, and I'm so this. I'm like, well, then you should try that, and you're just like, shut up, don't keep saying. Like, that. I gotta get it out. Man. I know. I just listen. It it, it, this, yeah. It's not just important agree. what I say. It's just that you hear. It. I know exactly. <laughs> And your head's a rattle and do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes you just need somebody. <laughs> and it sounds bad. Joe's nodding now. You need somebody yeah. to absorb it. Down. Yeah, you need someone to have just absorb that vent that you have, you know? Yeah. And you need to you just, just shut get up it and out. be a pincushion for like two or three Pretty minutes. Pretty much. I'm I mean, punching back for somebody right. else. And then I'll do it for you. You know, right. you do yeah. me, I'll do right. you type thing. Here's you what's know? cool. That makes really great music, though. That's true. It does. That's true. It, it makes it, great lyrical content. It's sometimes good to be uh, have a little frustration. I used to always in my life think that it was good to have a little edge or a you little something have, I was pissed off about you gotta be reaching that it propelled always. me forward a little bit more and and, yeah. and, and made me not like yeah, sit dude, on my you, heels too much if you're not angry much. you're complacent man Exactly. I yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it is kind of the truth. If what does they say? Yeah. If you're not uh, moving forward, you're standing still, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, and, yeah. yeah you got to be careful. Those, there's a lot know? of sayings for the same thing for a reason. I know. Because it matters, you know? It's, it's definitely important. You can't stay stale and you can't 
right. fall. You can't fall forward. You can only fall backwards. So just That's true. go forward. That's true. There's another saying. Spring forward, <laughs> fall back. Oh, Sorry. we're about to fall back. Spring forward, fall back. <laughs> That's what it is. We're about to. Isn't exactly. isn't this the time where we get the extra hours? We get sleep? it back. It's gonna Trust happen me, soon. I always remember when no, we get it you know, back. November 1st? <laughs> you know, here's, here's what's weird. October 1st. When, when, it's November, I think. When the globe yeah. to- tilts away from the sun and, and the nights get short or longer and the days get shorter, yeah. then we do the daylight savings thing, right? No. No, but we do day, we fall back. We fall right. back, but a daylight stand, or I'm sorry, Eastern Standard. Right, but that falls back. Does that end us, that ends up taking away another hour, right? Of light. We gain we gain an hour. There's too much if you, math fa- if you fall yeah, back, confusing. you gain an hour. So like if it's mm-hmm. if it's because you're supposed to do it like two thirty, it would be one thirty then. <laughs> right. It, so yeah. you're getting. So, but that also it. means that it's going to get darker. An hour well, I always hate the term yeah. gain an hour because isn't it such an arbitrary yeah, like go you, forward, you're go backwards? Your 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 scale. No, no. It depends on if you're like me and you just like sleeping. All I know is it really really affects me. That one hour and the fact that the change of the season uh, doubles it, it throws me off so hard for like a week. week Well, there's a spike in heart attacks. There's a spike in uh, in, like fatalities, like car fatalities, because, you know, people are like they're either waking up earlier or later than they're used to driving to work. And so like, you know, not in Arizona, these people that wake up very early and drive right to work, you know, like 630 in the morning. Yeah. I mean, I've always hated six thirty in the morning. Can you imagine getting less sleep after getting used to more sleep at oh, six yeah, thirty? Yeah. Well, we have to every fucking year. Time sucks. seems such like an arbitrary uh, constraint. That's just a it's weird all, human structure. That is weird. A human structure yeah. that we try to put onto something that really doesn't like the wobble and the and the yeah. tilt and the and the spin. There's so many factors, and then perception. You know, I, I was talking to this about someone the other day about that. They have this classic thing that um, there's a um, uh, kind of a test that shows perception of two different things. And one person is walking down a sidewalk. They look down and they see what they think is a man hitting a girl. The another person walking down the other side, they see what um, they think is a person helping the girl. Oh, and then shit. they both they both walk on with different perceptions oh, of that wow. same event. Mm-hmm. And so in, in, in two different worlds, the same event was viewed in radically different yeah. ways. They go home and tell somebody, hey, I saw somebody get hit today. And they're passing on this thing that the world's bad. Another person said, hey, I saw somebody get help Positive today. Energy. You know, they pass on this. And so and then it yeah. almost creates like a shift in the in your perception in the wow. time. And there's this whole idea I've had about dementiality that really it's not so much about that there's multiple dimensions with exact things happening. No, it's all stacked on one thing, and everybody has different perceptions like and dimensionality. So in other yeah. words, it's like real time. It's like streaming it's real time for everyone. Stacked, almost like layers of yeah. a, of a cake, you know, that are yeah. all one part of one cake, and that you can't have one without the other. And as everything yeah. changes, there's different parts of it that are different for everybody. And it's just, to me, the whole concept that we all share one reality is kind of the concept that there's a lot of different perceptions of things going on. We share, we share pieces. We share pieces of the same reality. Right. Yeah. Like I'd say somebody who is posting, you know, like, oh my God, I just saw the building down from me get blown up like in Argentina or something like Uh that. And then it pops up on a person's phone sitting on a beach, you know, in Miami or something like that or, or wherever and they're like oh that sucks right. and the other person's like yeah it really sucks i can't breathe right now 
because of the uh, dust yeah. settling yeah. and shit. You know, it's like it's crazy. Or even like, that's a crazy disconnect. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, it's a disconnect. That's what it feels like. Because yeah. honestly, stuff on your phone. I mean, it could. You know, it, yeah. for for some people, they're calling it fake the minute they see it. Exactly. I mean, it's, well, it's I was just, even thinking too, like when you're saying like, oh, say that, like it's an, an explosion somewhere where you, you could even be told like, well, you've got. One side, this is oh well, it was actually you know blown up by friendly forces, and now one saying yeah. it's blown up by enemy. There's forces. a whole other side to and that. So yeah. you know, well, that was the Beirut thing, you know, that happened recently where there's yeah, a the huge Lebanon, harbor yeah. thing. Oh yeah. So here's the thing that's interesting about that is there's actually a quote, and I, I'm not you know I'm going to just say Michael Scott from the Office said it. Um, that they say, don't attribute to malice that which you can attribute to ignorance. ignorance exactly. And the oh, idea yeah. is, is that okay. in the Beirut thing, they were just lazy and they didn't like, keep up with it. And it was yeah. just ignorance and poor uh, management. And it, yeah. and some people were like, oh, no, that was planned. That was a bomb. That was meant to be like that. You know? Yeah. Ignorance can mean so many different things. Like, you exactly. know, it can account Well, the ignorance to, to have, what was it, uh, 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 tons and tons or thousands of tons of ammonia nitrate oh, and fireworks in in vicinity of each other yeah it was just a it was just a literally just a um uh, uh, a kindle sure waiting to just blow anybody who knows what those things are would not put them <laughs> next to each other yeah it, even though there's a lightest spark in the air static can do something with uh ammonium nitrate <laughs> or ammonium nitrate. You know, well i mean it's even like, just in if, that it's, powder if it's form. dry enough which isn't lebanon the freaking desert I mean, right. I understand yeah. it's a port still, but it it's is. still the desert, which means the air is going to be dry as hell, which means That's static electricity. That's a good point. I mean, anybody who spent a little bit of time in the desert out west, you know, like in Vegas or whatever, knows like you, there's. Oh, so now Vegas is out west. Oh. Last is, uh, time it wasn't. No, well, you said it was. <laughs> wait, is it wait, the Midwest? Boom. Hold on. Point I wouldn't wait. Is dude. it Midwest? Is Southwest, Midwest, or West? <laughs> what is. I would actually say it's almost Southwest. Yeah, I would you? call it Southwest. Southwest. Now, but the North. Okay. I, I associate it with Arizona, and that's absolutely yeah. southern point. Anyway, I didn't mean to get you off track. Okay. I apologize. West Coast. Oh, West Coast. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, shit. Uh-uh. God damn it. You were talking about something on the West. Uh, it was it was good. You were talking about if you go to Nevada. Dry you talk net. about oh, Vegas. explosions. Yes. Explosions okay. Explosions and, and fireworks. There explosions we go. Fireworks. Yes. Money, nitrate, and we're fireworks. We're back on track. Right, Always cool. recipe for a good time yeah. or an empty port. That's why I want to hear more. Completely empty port. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to uh, store your <laughs> ammonium nitrate, don't do it in a derelict uh, shipyard, <laughs> you know, afloat. Yeah, right. for months. Afloat though. After uh, all the uh, politicians have been told about it, uh, actually, everyone resigned in that government. Actually, believe it or not. Oh wow! Literally, well, they all had to resign right because because uh, it was like so grossly handled, oh, so corruption. negligent. It was no, it was so negligent that they didn't address it. There were all these warning signs. I said, "You shouldn't do it. Watch out! It's there. Oh my god! It's this there. sounds it's like there. Chernobyl." Yeah, all it was again. like, like it was like a million other things where just the oh, the chain god. of command was broken. But man, the uh, videos from that are uh, absolutely are insane. They I've are never so seen scary. A, a shockwave. It like felt that. exactly. It felt like right. a movie. It never. didn't feel real it because really didn't. It, it blew up in the distance. Damn. But then the wave that came and and in one video I saw, it's like they didn't know if it was going to hit them. And and right. there was like a row of buildings that it hit oh, in front no. of them, and it just blasted out the windows and oh, everything no. in it. And like, but it blew. Uh, not even the stuff that actually blew up. The things around it just got dead. Decimated because just the pulse in Lebanon and yeah Lebanon? Beirut is oh what it was yeah. Beirut. yeah Beirut. yeah it was in a okay. it was in a shipping bay uh, area in Beirut yeah. and they had a huge um, uh, uh, hotel actually right next to it that you can see it just gets decimated it's almost like yeah. a, a Las Vegas uh, 
style p- hotel right next to it. Oh, you know? really? well, yeah. I know that was basically the poor part of town Most, too, and like basically oh, everybody in lost that their one house. in that one everybody. dock area though. That's there was a really big building, and and that was where the majority of the people who died because it was like right next to the oh, ship. Oh, that's so it's, that's uh, terrible, man. Yeah, like, I I've heard I've heard such like the worst things this year, and yeah. that just. It just doesn't help anything right now. Well, it's kind of part for the course for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say it's media overload, too. I feel like that more and more now. Yeah. Someone, uh, I've heard more people say, like, the internet was a mistake. Like, (laughs) but, like, the internet was a mistake. Like, too much information is actually the opposite. Actually, I think that's a a good place to kind of tie it all in and tie it together here when uh, we were talking about the song earlier. When he's oh, talking yeah, about every time true. I refresh the page, it's yep. like, oh, he's losing his mind. Media nice. overload, man. It's yeah. true. People just uh, want that information. I mean, you can't get away from it for the point to where, I mean, the sports are even political now. Yeah. You can't even mm-hmm. watch just sport. They can't even just throw a ball around without yeah. saying, you That's know, true. whatever or, or doing a certain action or whatever. Well, but, there's this concept that uh, taking uh, control of it, you know, the user being able to essentially pick out what they want instead of it being so curated. I mean, yeah. back in the day, you had the newspaper you watch the tv you were given you listen to the radio and they were controlled by corporations that you know hearst um murdoch with fox you know by the way it's Um, so ironic uh, that that the alternative of that is fucking us too oh that's ironic as hell well but that's the thing is that it's almost like they here's the control of it yeah and now it's almost like how do you how do you monetize it all you know uh, what do they always say always uh always make sure you can find something you know two or three times on the internet before you believe it type thing you know it's like, but yeah. still, you, you're you're still victim to your own confirmation bias. Oh, there, so. completely, and that yeah. and that's what I think it is. Is is that um, uh, there is a lot of yeah. echo chambering and narcissism also, like, that comes in I've wanting really to find what you believe is to yeah. try to find. Like what you almost have to do now is because there's a lot of times not a middle viewpoint. It's like you've got to find a viewpoint, and then you almost have to okay, what's the counter viewpoint, or like what's the almost the exact opposite? Mm. You know why it's and then once you can kind of find that, then. That's really what you got to do nowadays to piece everything together. Because if you just try to find things, right? You know that that are 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 uh, uh, similar, are isolated. similar similar to your story right. that you read first, or what your kind of inclination is. You've got like for me personally, I have to instantly kind of figure. Okay, well, what's the other side saying? Because before I get yeah. kind of too committed to that, I need to know what else everybody else is saying. You know, kind right. of to the counterpoint, which it's great nowadays because everything has become so absurd on at least yeah. one side of those oh, that it makes it, it almost so makes sad. it a little bit easier. I was just going to you know say what I, mean? I normally do is just figure out which side seems craziest and then align myself with <laughs> right. the other side. Or, or just figure <laughs> out, okay, <laughs> what's the inverse of that? I think your and, side, yeah, your, your, your answer sounded more informed, but I was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to throw cast well, dude, stones it's, it's, because I, belief is belief. I, I, we're, perception, really to, yeah, we're really to the point now, man, exactly. where even like, you know, you've got people, or especially like reporters that are, that have a certain bias, you know, either to their paycheck oh, there's always or, been bias. or just of to their course. own personal motivations or whatever, yeah. which I mean, that, that, that can't be. They're just got to hit anybody. quota but, or something too. But now you know, we, we too. are fortunate nowadays that we have a lot of very first person accounts nowadays that like to either that through helps. social media yeah. or through, uh, uh, 
social media and like small media outlets nowadays because like I said uh, when we were talking about music the only thing that they're mm-hmm. lacking is distribution where well, you got the internet man yeah. just put up a YouTube yeah. video and literally everybody in the world can see it yeah I mean it you have to research your own spread it you have to research but, your yeah, own yeah. opinion your own facts and you what have to that also helps out. with too is like you have to do pretty or you have to be pretty researched kind of by default because the trolls <laughs> are so fucking heavy now <laughs> yeah. man like there's so many of them and they're like That's shameless it's bringing like, the, the worst out of humanity they'll call it well I feel like th- there's always a balance. Like we swang kind of crazy far in one way, and so I feel yeah, like yeah. a lot of like I feel like after November, a lot of things are gonna cool off. I think uh, have I y'all really have, have you we'll guys see. have either of you guys watched Netflix recently or or seen Netflix and seen this new documentary? It's called The Social Dilemma. No, I think it just no, came out like seen, maybe like two or three days ago or something like that, and it's all about this kind of stuff. Okay, it's about like people ex-workers who were like in higher director positions of like google apple uh sony or whatever else it may be like facebook you know Mm, huge like just huge companies and they were talking about how they would like purposely target someone scrolling down their phone and looking in the newsfeed and oh they see Mm. an ad for something political and they're measuring how many seconds your eyes are looking on that screen. Right. How right. long that screen. They're stays looking there. at everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're storing yeah. all that data. Yep. And and when you're looking up news and facts and shit, like half of what you're getting is clickbait to keep you invested. Well, so I've even right. noticed like what's weird is like I'm I'm not a sports kind of guy, but mm-hmm. like. I've kind of gotten weirdly into baseball lately again. Like, and I was as a kid too. Like my dad was okay. really big into baseball, so I was like a Red yeah. Sox fan by default because he was from Boston, but or by association, I guess. But um, I literally just lost my train of thought. That is really good stuff. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about baseball. Baseball. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. So I was scrolling through Facebook, and it just had like you know suggested for you mm-hmm. MLB, and it was just like yeah. you know oh like ten greatest catches or something. And I, one thing I do like about sports is I like seeing people that are like extremely talented at the pinnacle of their craft. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, like yes. it, it, uh-huh. and it really doesn't matter what sport I'm not like really big on sports, but I like seeing people who are really good, do something, you know, do, do their thing. It's a you know core, I mean? it's a core instinct. And the same so thing like those compilations Romans where did. like yeah. they're at their best. Or I'm something. like all about, so yeah. I, like, I watched like the whole video. It was like a two, three minute video. And then I noticed, like, as I started scrolling down, there was more and more and more baseball stuff as I kept scrolling down. And oh, then yeah. one day it was like, it was like a, one of those people are awesome things. Like, you know, I think it was like skateboarding, crazy skateboarding stuff. And so I watched right. that. Good stuff. And then, you know, I scrolled down a little bit more. Oh, there's more skateboarding stuff and oh, baseball stuff that? now. Right. You well, know? that's weird. And <laughs> it's insane what they do monitor. And even when you, if you use a, uh, something that has an input, like a mouse input, they even yeah. track where the, the mouse is, is on the mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've had, uh, you know, Google's had something called remarketing uh, in their Google ads where anything that you click on uh, or search for, then they push through their AdSense and Google uh, ads um, uh, the same subject matter. You can technically, with a lot of accounts, go and opt out for personalization because some people do find it creepy. So if you go in there, you have to go through a lot of different layers in the settings and then, but there's a little opt out option. Now they're still going to send you ads, but they're not going to use your search is against you. They'll act like, Oh, it won't be as optimized and you won't as get as great an experience, but really (laughs) you can go in there and do that. And then when you do that now, what I like personally is because I'm searching 
for like guitars and looking for things. Sometimes I get bored of seeing ads for guitars because I'm looking for used guitars. Oh, yeah. And occasionally, right. you know, I'll click on like a bikini picture or something, <laughs> and then all the ads that come up are for bikinis. <laughs> and, <laughs> because and that's, then, my that's what you want to so, buy. So, so, <laughs> so, so then, then what I've got, no, listen to me. Then what I've got is I've got a nice mixture of guitars and bikinis, you know, um, <laughs> that I get to scroll through. And for me, at least I find that it sometimes spices up my searches a little more. Oh, that you know? sounds like a, that's so all I, I need use to it do. for I you. Just, use your personalization get, for yeah. you. I think you know? what he's saying is we're searching lame shit. What yeah. we need to do yeah. is we, we need to that. integrate more hot bikini. singles near you. Yeah, yeah hot singles okay. near you. That's a hot tip. <laughs> You're onto something. Just man. search for <laughs> a use it for you. Use it for you. You are definitely onto something. Use it for you. I like it. Yeah, this has been Tuck Tunes and Talk. We're actually going to end this one officially this time. This it was is good Wes hanging out with you guys. Out. Yeah, with Wes and Z Man Zach here. We're topping it all off. And we'll Thanks, see guys. you all next time.